Those birds are bastards, man. Welcome everyone to the Gravity Beard Podcast, your home for discussions and interviews with a variety of guests covering a wide range of topics. Today is another installment of This Week Today, where we look back on this day in history, sports, entertainment, and more. Let's get started. This is the Gravity Beard Podcast. Hey everyone, I'm Tove. I'm joined by my regular co-host, Lord Saunders. How are you, sir? I am fan-freaking-tastic. How are you, good sir? I'm good as well. Thank you. So, you were nice enough to come to Dallas for a couple of episodes. Inclu- Did I say episodes? Yep. For a couple of episodes. <laughs> that good. Turns out Freud was right. <laughs> <laughs> we're off to a great start. <laughs> including including the Gravity Beard 100th episode. That was a Gravity Beard-a-thon, as it were. A Gravity Beard-a-palooza. That's right. I think you call it a... Gregathon, Gregadiathon, <laughs> giggity. <laughs> yeah. So, would you like to tell the listener where both of us are sitting right now? We're sitting in my studio A in Miami. Yes. Welcome, friend. Yes, we are. Insert applause here, guys. <laughs> so, I came to Miami. Yes. To return the favor. Dude, welcome to Miami. It's great to have you. And no, the joke from with the Will Smith song isn't funny. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, Miami's great. You know, there's the palm trees. There's the amazing weather. There's the beach. There's all the things to do. But, I mean, it's no Dallas. <laughs> right. Yeah, we don't have as many shopping malls. <laughs> right. I mean, cause, because Dallas has... Um, yeah, I'm drawing a blank too. <laughs> I mean, I mean, Dallas is so much better than Miami because, um, well, your airport is backwards, where the passengers get picked up on the top level instead of the bottom level. Right. That, right. That's one. Uh-huh. Okay. Um, um, okay. So I might be prepared to admit that Miami's way better than Dallas. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it is. That may on, be true on every level, mostly because you're not in it. <laughs> 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 huh. No, no, no. Down Dallas is way better. <laughs> now, now, in this particular trip, I did not come alone. You did not come alone. No, I brought I brought my entire entourage. That's right. That's yeah. Right. So, so I brought I brought my wife Chelsea, and I brought all four of my children, and then we traveled with another couple who also came with three children, including a baby of their own, and so so there's all that. So that that when you told me what you were doing, I had a major panic attack actually (laughs) (laughs) on my behalf yeah which is like oh my gosh that is a lot going on and uh i don't know how i would handle that situation yeah so it hasn't been without adventure to be honest (laughs) (laughs) so so we took a late late flight out so we landed at like midnight the night night we got in yep then we went to the rental car desk and then they rented us the wrong car and then i had to get a different car what'd you get first A, a full size suv no, which which, which most people will be like, oh, yeah, that's great. That's a big car, but not when you have 11 people in no. your traveling party. No, you need suburban or bigger. Yeah, and so then we drove. We are staying at a place down on Miami Beach, it, and, and so when we, we got there late, and parking is rough, and so there was no place to park my... So basically what I rented was a 12-passenger van. Right, humongous. It's like it's like what a church group goes on a ski trip in. That's right. That's exactly right. That, that's that's <laughs> what I'm... free. Yeah, that's what I'm driving around Miami Beach, which for those of you that have been here... That's the opposite of what you want. You want a small two-person convertible. That's right. Um, which <laughs> or a motorcycle. Or, right, or, or a scooter there. of some kind, a Vespa. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you could put any of those things inside the vehicle that I'm traveling in. 
Yes. And, and I, would, I would say that as much as South Beach is an experience that everyone needs to have, when you come to Miami, speak to a local first and stay as far away from Miami Beach proper as you possibly can. <laughs> right. It's, it's, it's not going to, it's not going to end well. The cars have to park very close together. Uh-huh. And if you're not from around here and used to that, anyone can do it, but it's very difficult. Yes. So I got to the place where we're staying at an Airbnb, which I've had lots of good experiences. Sure. Uh, when we got there, it was in the middle of the night. It was probably like one, one thirty in the morning. That's Remember right. traveling with four adults and children, including two babies. There was then, so while we're unpacking our van, we had, we couldn't park right by the door. So we had to walk away with all of our stuff. Yep. And when I came back, there was another guy that lived in one of the other units who's not very happy to have a neighbor who has an Airbnb. <laughs> and he started yelling at me. Oh, really? But not just him. Also, his angry girlfriend, wife, partner, or whoever, she also yelled at me. I, for what? Just like being there? Just because my van was in his way and <laughs> he's pissed off that his neighbor is using his place for an Airbnb. I can understand that, though. I, I mean, I, I don't blame him, but... It's not your fault. I didn't, right. <laughs> so get over it, dude. <laughs> yeah, it sounds like your problem. So at one thirty in the morning, I'm dealing with an angry neighbor who's just shouting at me as I'm unloading all my children and stuff. And I'm like, uh, I'm, I'm just not going to engage with you. Way, way to shine the light of Miami, sir. <laughs> yeah, and, and, then, and then I've stayed in some really nice Airbnbs. You probably have too. I would describe this one by saying, just imagine if you took a shovel and you put it into the ground and removed some of the earth and then you filled it in with feces, you would call that a shithole. Exactly. <laughs> no. That's who, how I describe. <laughs> oh, no. It's got some, let's say, deferred maintenance <laughs> and a lot of great Airbnbs. That's the best term ever. Yes. <laughs> deferred maintenance. Like the outside balcony on our level has, has glass, you know, so when you're sitting there, you yeah, can see out. Sure. Except one of the panes of glass right in the middle is completely shattered. I was going to say, is it like a piece of plywood? <laughs> no, no. It's just got the shattered glass that hasn't oh, been replaced. No. And then, and then, you know, some Airbnbs are kind of set up like hotels. They've got stuff in the kitchen to make yeah, coffee yeah. and they've got towels everywhere and they've got all your toiletries. And, sure. Uh, nope. None. None of that. <laughs> None of so, that. So basically no livable amenity. <laughs> no, no. Uh-uh. <laughs> well, that sounds terrible. And I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm deeply saddened that this is your current, <laughs> you know, perception of Miami. This is horrible. And then, and then as I explained to you, but not to the listener yet, you know, we headed down to Miami Beach kind of impulsively and I had to try to park a 12 passenger van. So I drove through three parking garages um, yeah, that's what the that's what the pirates would call a fool's errand. <laughs> <laughs> so so yeah, so welcome welcome to Miami to me. Yeah. Oh, also also um, my, I guess I guess we could say in your face, Chris. <laughs> <laughs> Miami is most definitely said in your face to me. Yes. Yeah. Now the last thing I'll say before we move on is that uh, my three year old Noah was confused about the name of the place that we were traveling to, and and so Chelsea would tell him, "Hey, we're going to Miami," and then so. And then so, so I, when we were in the car and we'd arrived, I said, hey, Noah, I'm so excited to tell you we're here. We're in Miami. And he said, no, we're in mom's Amy. <laughs> See, it's not yours. No, it's mom's Amy. It's, it's mom's Amy. Duh. <laughs> and, so, and so literally we went on for like a two or three minute Abbott and Costello routine. <laughs> Who's on first? Where I'm, I'm, I'm trying to explain to him and he started to get agitated. He's like, no, it's mom's Amy. <laughs> no, I'm it's like, mine. I'm like, yep, welcome to mom's Amy. I hope you enjoy our time here. <laughs> well, if you go to Denny's, you should get moons over my hammy and confuse him even further. <laughs> right, right. Which right. is a delicious sandwich. Denny's. So I don't know how old he'll be before he realizes the name of the city is, is Miami and, uh, <laughs> and not Amy. Well, I, similarly, when I was a child, we would always go to Orlando to see my cousins. Mm-hmm. 
And so my dad would be like, you know, we're here. We're in Orlando. But I thought the name of the house was Orlando. So <laughs> I didn't realize that the city was Orlando. <laughs> right. It's like, oh, just, yeah. That's right. Next. Okay, well, let's get started and look at the calendar of special days so everyone knows what to celebrate this week. Excellent. And as usual, we start in the past. And yesterday, Sunday, the 25th, was National Tolkien Reading Day, which everyone should read Tolkien at least at some point in their life. 100%. Uh, I don't think I've read a single Tolkien book. And then today is National Nougat Day and National Spinach Day. So obviously, forget about the second half of that. National Nougat, uh, National Nougat Day, and if those are uh, for all fans of Stranger Things, that's what he gave D'Artagnan. Oh, that's right. That's the, right. And you're a big fan of nougat. I am a big fan of nougat. Mm-hmm. Not to be confused with Ted Nougat. <laughs> <laughs> Tomorrow is National Joe Day. On this day, you're encouraged to enjoy a nice cup of Joe, which actually you're doing right now, Adam. Currently. And discuss your favorite person named Joe. Here's some suggestions. Joe Montana, <laughs> Joe Pesci. Joe Namath, Shoeless Joe Jackson, Joe Green, Joe DiMaggio, Joe Cocker, Joe Frazier, and Joe Walsh. So there's some Joes. Certainly you can identify your own to celebrate. What about Joe Mama? <laughs> oh, pow! Second bad joke. Man, of the day. I am. <laughs> you're, you can't buy comedy gold like this. No, it's priceless. <laughs> uh, so yeah, so so listen, uh, li- listeners, reach out and tell uh, tell us who your favorite Joe is. Yeah, shoot us yeah. a tweet or an email. Uh, we want to know. Who I'd your like to Joe know is. who and why. Wednesday is National Manatee Appreciation Day. <laughs> so I'm in Miami, so I'm going to take advantage. And while I'm here, I'm going to I'm going to appreciate manatees, which they're also called sea cows. That's right. And they're awesome, actually. They're, are they really? They're, they're super cool. <laughs> yeah, manatees are awesome. Glad they're they are recently, well, in the last 10 years or so, off the endangered species list. Oh, that's good news. Yeah. Congratulations, manatees. Yeah. In your face, poachers. <laughs> <laughs> All right. And then Thursday is the National Mom and Pop Business Day. I 100% support this. Yes. There are a few things that are more American than the mom and pop business. That's correct. Friday, you can celebrate National Pencil Day. Well, and Saturday is National Crayon Day. <laughs> <laughs> so you're just going to blow past Friday. Yeah, so so pencil's boring and bad. Move right on to Saturday. Yeah, where it's colorful. Celebrate National Crayon Day. which has Is some, it crayon or crayon? It's crayon. Or or you like the kids in my elementary school are like, hey, do you have any crowns? <laughs> <laughs> Adam grew up in the South. <laughs> 100%. Next. Okay, well, with that, let's turn our attention to This Week in History. Boom. So we'll kick it off with this. In 1889, the Eiffel Tower opens. That's pretty cool. And to throw back to our previous episode, a lady married the Eiffel Tower. That's right. So Mm -hmm. lucky her. Yep. And in 1939, March Madness is born, which of course is the annual NCAA men's basketball tournament, which we are right in the middle of. Hope you're enjoying the tournament. All right. Well, in 1974, John Denver has his first number one hit with Sunshine on My Shoulders, um, which I think my favorite John Denver song is Country Roads. Mine as well. Okay, so in 1979, Patty Boyd and Eric Clapton are married. And that was a little controversial because she was previously George Harrison's wife, and she inspired the legendary Clapton hit Layla. Uh, Also, by the way, if you've not ever looked up a picture of Patty Boyd, she was very attractive. What a great song. That was a great song. Great song. Okay, then in 1979, a nuclear accident at Three Mile Island occurred. That was not pleasant. That was a bummer. Yeah, bad day. And two years later, in 1981 this week, President Reagan, Ronald Reagan, was shot by John Hinckley Jr. Bastard. Which I think before in a previous episode we referenced this somehow and you called him a jerk. 
Yes. That's as much as you could muster up for attempting the assassination of a president. <laughs> you jerk. What a jerk. I think you said, what a jerk. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. The true words have not been spoken. <laughs> right. And to round out and fulfill our, you know, This Week in History, in 1998, the FDA approves Viagra. God bless us and everyone. <laughs> yeah. And we proudly stand up. Am I right? <laughs> And that is our third bad joke of this episode. All, <laughs> all by, three by me. All by Adam. <laughs> yeah. Congratulations. Killing yeah. the game, bro. You're really running up the score. <laughs> Killing the game. Next. All right. Well, with that, let's move on to the news. My favorite jingle. Cue it up. Okay. So, Adam. Yes. You travel a lot, right? For work More, and whatnot. Yes, quite a bit. So... You probably see a lot of interesting people on the airplane, or maybe a lot, just a lot of interesting happens. Is you, are a lot of, there are a lot of interesting things that happen on the airplane from time to time? Yes. Because obviously, if you travel a lot, that increases the chances of that. If mostly, you're just getting, yeah, mostly I see frustrating things. Right. More than interesting, just frustrating. You don't see odd things. I do see odd things. Give me just one quick example of something odd you've seen. Um, it usually involves people like di- disrobing in their seats. Oh, dear. Yeah. Like okay. they'll, they'll like you'll look over and then it's fine and then you look back and they're like, and they're shirtless they're shirtless or like pantsless or their feet are up on somebody's seat or things like that. I mean, in addition to like the plethora of people that are just you've weird. seen shirtless and pantsless people. Yes, both guys. Goodness it, it's always guys because I guess girls don't you know they know that that's inappropriate <laughs> in the airplane. Men just haven't caught on yet. Yeah. Do you see a lot of animals on the airplane in the cabin? I do see a lot of animals in the cabin. Yeah. What's the most unique animal you've seen in the cabin? Oh, it's always dogs. Dogs. Okay. I'm, I expected you to say that. <laughs> Have you ever seen a peacock on an airplane? Not on an airplane. Okay. Well, fortunately, <laughs> these people did not either. I don't, know if you've, I don't know if you've seen this story yet, but apparently a woman tried to take a peacock onto a United Airlines flight. What? Under the premise that it was her emotional support animal. <laughs> emotional support peacock. Those birds are bastards, man. They are gorgeous, but they are a-holes. And there's tons of them down here. And they will not get out of the way of your car. Yes. Well, um, in this instance, she feels like she needs emotional support from her, from her peacock. <laughs> and it's a full-size peacock. Yeah. So we're going to get into that. So here's the story. Uh, United Airlines recently shot down one traveler's request to bring her emotional support peacock on a flight. So they shot down her bird. <laughs> <laughs> Pun intended. <laughs> so the unidentified woman claimed that she actually had a second second ticket for the peacock, and the airline denied her request. Yeah. So they're claiming, nope, that's not exactly true. They told her in advance that she was not allowed to bring the peacock on board, although she brought it to the airport anyways and tried to get it on the flight. Yeah, because, you know, the rules don't apply to her, obviously. Of, of course yeah, not. She should just go about her business. So here's a quote from United Airlines. This animal did not meet guidelines for a number of reasons, <laughs> <laughs> including its weight and size. We explained this to customers on three separate occasions before they arrived at, at the airport. The article didn't say how big this, the, this particular peacock was, uh, but I did a little research. Believe it or not. Oh, wow. Mark, if you have any follow-up <laughs> questions, I won't be able to answer those, <laughs> but I can bring this information to the table. My research shows that they can be as large as 11 pounds and 10 feet long. Yeah, they're huge. 11 pounds and 10 feet long. Yeah. And she wanted to bring one on and put it in the seat next to her because she bought a <laughs> ticket for it. <laughs> right. Like, where are you going to put that plume? 
I mean, like when they walk, like that plume is, like you said, extremely long. Like, what was her plan for this overhead bin? Well, we'll get, we'll get, we'll get. <laughs> I'm enjoying visualizing that. <laughs> so we'll get to that in just a minute. So photos of the unusual scene were shared to Facebook by tra- uh, by travel talk show The Jet Set, sparking online comments to both condemn and champion United's decision. So there were actually people that were criticizing United Airlines for not allowing this. Oh my god, that is completely ridiculous. By the way, I hate people. I really do hate people. Yeah, I, I like. I was about to say I want to read their comments to see what the, how they were justifying it, but right. I, but I really don't. Like that's absurd. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So so the news comes on the heels of Delta's controversial crackdown of emotional support and service animals. By the way, service animals are legit. Agreed. Right. That, that there's a place in this world where totally there's a population of people that need those animals, and mm-hmm. I don't entirely deny the need necessarily for certain people for emotional support animals, especially on an airline flight, because there's a lot of people that have anxiety about flying. So if you want to bring a dog or even a cat or whatever, totally understandable. Yes. This is ridiculous. Correct. So uh, Delta's cracking down on this. It says on January 19th, the airline announced forthcoming restrictions in hopes of curbing abuse of the policy. Yeah. Which that's the annoying part, right? Correct. Like you, you give some people latitude for this, and then people take advantage yep. of it. Yep. And an eighty-four percent increase in uh, in ill animal ill animal behavior, such as urinating, defecating, yeah. biting, and attacks on flights. Yeah. I right. Mean, well, you know, yeah, they're definitely there. I think that now the registration process is much more very much involved. So. Yes. Yes. And so United is reevaluating their their current uh, support animal policies as well. It says, we currently required these, these customers to provide documentation from a medical professional mm-hmm. and at least 40, 48 hours uh, advance notice. So they're requiring people to go, go, go to their doctor and bring back a note that says, I require an emotional support mm-hmm. animal. It says, Delta also requires a doctor's note, signed veterinarian health form, and proof of animal training will additionally, uh, will, will additionally now have to be presented before boarding and they will not allow exotic emotional support animals, including ferrets, insects, spiders, goats, or animals with tusks or hooves. <laughs> Which, by the way, I find that completely reasonable. <laughs> yeah. Right? Yes. Now, here's, here's my opinion. I think this woman was doing this completely as a stunt just to get attention. I agree. There is no way that she, there's no way that she's so illogical or irrational that she thought that she could bring a peacock into the cabin of an airplane. Well, because I don't believe it. Well, I mean, what's the, what's the end game there? Yeah, but I mean, that's the only thing I can come up with. Like, she didn't think she was going to get this animal on the airplane. She's just looking for yeah. even even brief attention. But that's the only reason. Agreed. Yeah, agreed. Um, all right. Well, Adam, unfortunately, <laughs> we've arrived at that point in our show again. Oh, come on, man! We have, we have to let down the listener because we don't have time for our next story. <sighs> but I will read the headline. Okay. Teaser. It, it's it's another it's another flight related story, and the headline goes like this. Fight breaks out over man's flatulence and forces flight to make emergency landing. <laughs> Dude, your farts are so bad, you had to like land a damn plane. True story. <laughs> and we, we promise we'll make every effort to get to that story in a future episode. And we really try, everybody. We try I mean, we so try, Yeah, we, we discuss every single time. <laughs> we do. So we promise. <laughs> we'll try. Next. But not today. Instead, we're going to move on to Birthdays. Birthdays. We have a pretty good birthday jingle going on. Yeah. Let's let's get that one going. Classic. All right. So yesterday, again, was Elton John who turned 71. And then today, you've got Martin Short, who is, in fact, short. 
but he is <laughs> awesome. He turns 68, which blows my mind. Sure does. And I love him in The Three Amigos, of course. And then tomorrow, great director, Quentin Tarantino turns 55. 55. Wow. The big five, five. Yep. So on Wednesday, Paul Chomo, I'm sorry to do this to you, but some may choose to celebrate the birthday of 90s country music star Reba McIntyre. Yay. <laughs> if you don't know why I'm referencing Paul Chomo on this, then go back and listen to the uh, Varmint's Bad Date Story episode that came out around Christmas last year, and you'll understand. Paul tells a really excellent Bad Date Story. Do it. Also on Wednesday is the birthday of Vince Vaughn, who turns 48. He's awesome. Friday is the birthday of music legend Eric Clapton, who turns 73. Absolutely. That's awesome. Yep. And I'll finish up with uh, Saturday is the birthday of uh, Ewan McGregor, who turns 47. He's been in a ton of great stuff, but I think actually my favorite role by him is in Big Fish. Yes, that's a great movie. And also on Saturday, lest we forget that Angus Young... Hokey pokey <laughs> <laughs> turns 63 and Christopher Walken turns 75. And if you haven't heard it yet, listen to the podcast Weird With You. It's also a, a podcast on the Podfix Network because co-host Santiago does a spot on Christopher Walken impersonation. Really? Like you will swear you will swear it's him. Oh, that's awesome. He sounds exactly like him. Well, and to clarify, the hokey pokey line was Jim Brewer's version <laughs> of <laughs> Now, Vanga Chung in ACDC. Okay, let's finish up with this. Born this week, but now dead. Darn. First is Leonard Nimoy, Dr. Spock, who died in 2015 at the age of 83, and hockey legend Gordy Howe, who died in 2016 at the age of 88. Next. Adam. Yes. How would you like to try out a segment we've never done before on the show? I would love to try out a new segment. Would you believe that this is inspired by an actual listener? Oh, perfect. Uh-huh, Even that, better. That's right. Her name is Kelsey Jane, and she's an actual listener to the show. She's also a member of the Underdog Podcast community on Facebook. Awesome. So she's not a bot. She's an actual listener. No, she's an actual human named Kelsey Jane. She's been great. The segment is called Yahoo Answers. Oh, that sounds like a great idea. Yes. I already like this. So here's, here's the situation. We are going to basically play Dear Abby. Oh, nice. So, so she sent us a ton of great questions. We only have time for kind of this just one category of questions but i think you're really gonna like it so what we're gonna do is we're gonna read the question and then we're gonna we're gonna attempt to give this person some advice and then we're gonna read the answers that other people have given to see how close we've gotten i like that so before we get started i just want to say kelsey thanks so much for listening to the show and thanks for providing us great material yes absolutely here we go all right so again like i said we're gonna ask three questions and all of them kind of run under the same umbrella are you ready for the first one yes so so the umbrella that these fall under is can I breastfeed my husband? <laughs> yep. <laughs> Absolutely. Why okay. Not? All right. Let's move on. <laughs> Why not? So here's, here's the first question. I'm currently breastfeeding and my husband keeps asking me if he can have some too. Is it normal for me to breast, breastfeed him as well? I don't mind. I'm just afraid he won't leave enough for the baby. <laughs> Help. What should I do? <laughs> So Adam, I want to know how you would respond to this woman, and then I'll I'll read some of the some of the other answers on Yahoo Answers. My my first instinct here is to say to get a new husband, <laughs> <laughs> because why does your husband want to know if he can have some too? Well, I could tell you I've had three children, and it's never it's never occurred to me to make that request. Right, right, and I think that you know even though I have never been through that experience, I don't think I'd ever have the desire to do that. <laughs> no, have you have you tasted breast milk? Nope, I have tasted it. Well, that's not uncommon. Right. Try anything once. With right? our first with our first child, we were curious and so we, we had someone, you know, in, in a 
container. Yeah. And we both of us had a, a sip because we were curious. What is that like? It's not great. That's what I've heard. It, it's incredibly nutritious, <laughs> apparently, but it's not. It's, it's it's like the Matrix food, but breast milk. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, perhaps. Perhaps. It's uh, got everything you need. Right. But you don't necessarily want to feed on it. <laughs> right. Okay. Well, let, let's let's see how, how other people answered, responded to yeah, her, her let's question. Do that. So I like it that Yahoo Answers, at the very top, it says best answer, like people yeah. voted on it. Like, yeah. So here's, here's considered the best answer. It says, I've heard of husbands who are turned on by having the breast milk. <laughs> having I, the I, breast milk. I like that phrasing. Yeah. Maybe yours is one of them. Smiley face. <laughs> if you're concerned about being able to feed the baby, then let your husband try, try it out after you fed the baby. Yeah, because I'm sure that the wife would love that. Ow. <laughs> right, after she's, after she's nursed. Yeah. Here comes this guy. <laughs> Here's another answer. Uh, to support both a baby and a grown man, to a certain extent, would mean a lot of breast milk production. <laughs> and I imagine... Next page. Maybe feed the baby first and give your husband the leftovers. Good luck. <laughs> Good luck. So similar answer. Now we get on to one of my favorites. It says, my husband loves my breasts all the time, and I, I let him have as much playing with them whenever he wants, which is a lot, with exclamation point. I also, I also put, her grammar is terrible. Yeah. I also put him to my breast often after, after feeding baby, and while baby was asleep in in the night, the idea is to what does that say? The idea is in marriage to drop all the inhibitions and enjoy each other. You're a long time dead, so that's incorrect. Is why you are. <laughs> You're uh-huh. a long time dead, and old age comes along sooner than you imagine. Yes. So I think really what to take away from this answer is. Fully endorses the idea. Totally is with it. She's like, yeah, do it. Go for it. Okay, so read the next one. My husband was the same. I found it great relief sometimes when I was too full. Saved me from getting engorged and lopsided. I usually give him the side that Bubs doesn't care for. He loves it and hasn't had a cold since. Yeah. All right. So so two people totally endorse this. Don't think it's strange at all. No. Uh-huh. Man, the internet is crazy. (laughs) (laughs) All right, well, here's one more um, answer. Don't worry about your milk supply. That should keep up with another mouth to feed. Mothers with twins also breastfeed. But this is weird on so many levels. I personally wouldn't have any of that. I have one baby, and I don't need another one at present, and certainly not one that is in his mid-30s. But hey, it's your breast and your choice, and if you're fine with that, then go ahead. I cannot understand why nobody knows when to put the contraction you are. <laughs> oh. Yeah. So so that's probably a little more measured of an answer. They're like, eh, that's weird, but that's your thing. Well, which I feel like is how everybody kind of feels about it. But like, what <laughs> in the <laughs> world? Well, it gets it gets stranger. Are you okay. ready? So yep. here's, the, here's the next question under the umbrella of can I breastfeed my husband? Okay. So again, I'm going to give you the chance to answer and then we'll read some other answers. Okay. Again, I'm going to stick with the strict grammar of how it was written. Am 25 years old, and then in all caps, I don't have a child now. <laughs> Is it possible if my husband sucks my breast, can he get milk from my breast? First of all, don't yell at me. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> okay. I don't care that you don't have a child. Um, <laughs> I think this kind of falls under the uh, mm-hmm. you can milk anything with nipples category. <laughs> <laughs> as we, as we all learn from um, right. Meet the Fockers. <laughs> Meet the parents. Meet the parents. That's yeah. right. So again, best answer. Here's the best answer. Okay, best answer. Uh, you so usually no. I'm gonna have to disagree with the others and say it's possible, just not likely. And then, by the way, 
there are men who lactate. Yeah, I don't really want to get into that. Thank goodness. Yeah. <laughs> but the equipment is there and some do it. And I guarantee they weren't pregnant. Right. I, so, didn't, I didn't know that actually. So I actually learned something. I didn't realize that men could lactate. Yeah. I, I don't judge anyone obviously for that. But man, that's got to be a tough gig. <laughs> if you're a male lactator. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. Well, I'm going to read some more answers here. Mm-hmm. You would have to in... You would have to induce lactation to produce milk without physically having a baby. It's very unlikely that he'll get milk out just by sucking on them once. <laughs> Thank God. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad that that's true. <laughs> Me too. Also very true. All right, here's another one. Um, and I love the way she starts this. Firstly, why would you want to breastfeed your husband? No, that's not how it works. <laughs> Breastfeeding is a beautiful bond between a mother and her child. I breastfeed my daughter and would never, ever think about my husband sucking on it. That's my daughter's source of food. Fair point, by the way. (laughs) Fair Fair point. point. Now, that's a woman that has her priorities straight. Totally, totally does. All right, and quickly, here's some other ones. No baby, no breast milk. He can try, but he won't get any. So so it would just be easier to try to get it from the carton. <laughs> Solid <laughs> advice. No, honey. That, there's the next one. No, honey. That isn't how it works. You have to get a baby to get milk in your breasts. The next one. And then it just gets shorter and shorter and shorter. No, he cannot get milk from your breast. And then the last one was, um, no and ew. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, I'm in that last category. Yeah, same. <laughs> that very last answer is the one I would have given. Yeah, totally. Okay, third question okay. under the umbrella. Can I breastfeed my husband? All right. According to Yahoo Answers. All right. My husband wants some breast milk and I'm okay with that. So I just give my baby apple juice to drink instead of my of my milk so my husband can have it. Do you think that's okay? <laughs> I'll, wait, Adam, I'll take this one. Okay. No. <laughs> no. No, no, it's not. It's not. Just tell your weirdo husband he yeah. can't have it because that's the baby. That's the food for the baby. <laughs> right. Tell him he can go into the cupboard, the pantry, or the refrigerator and just go hog wild. <laughs> yeah, there's plenty of other options. Yes, the answer is no. I mean, we're not shotgunning beers in college here. But, but I'm going to do this again. I'm going to let Adam read the other right. responses. So <laughs> I, lo- I love the way this one starts off. Oh, wow. That's strange. <laughs> It's fine. It's not like it'll hurt him or anything, but that milk's intended for the kid. So I say, give it to the kid. I like that. Oh, wow. That's strange. <laughs> see, see, I read that as, oh, wow, that's strange. <laughs> <laughs> or it could be like, oh, wow, uh, that's strange. <laughs> yeah. All right. Next answer. Yes. By the way, can you save some in a Tupperware for me? I'll be over in 10. (laughs) (laughs) I think that's what you would answer. Yeah, that's totally right. And then never show up because I was a joker. Actually, there's one later that I think is absolutely your answer. (laughs) Okay. You'll know when you get to it. All right. Next answer is, oh, yes, that's fine. And while you're on with it, you can wipe his booty and tap his back to bring up the wind. Get a life. (laughs) (laughs) And then this one's very uh, politically correct here. Ew. That's absolutely retarded. (laughs) (laughs) Not not the most polite answer, but maybe true. (laughs) Right. Right. And then the last one here is, yeah, can you send me some too? Put it on my cereal. (laughs) (laughs) That's Adam's answer. (laughs) Yep. (laughs) Totally. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, once again, that was fun. What a great segment. Kelsey Jane, thank you so much for doing that. Yeah, that's brilliant. I, I, I love that. Yeah, keep them coming and we'll continue to try to work those into the show. Those are fantastic. Mm-hmm. Next, Adam will finish up with this our lottery jackpot loser of the week. Yes, I love this new segment. I do as well. 
Michael Carroll was just 19 when he won uh, Britain's $15 million jackpot in 2002. Wow. But (laughs) a penchant for crack, parties, prostitutes, and cars put him back at square one in five years. Dang. Most recent reports said former garbage man was hoping to get his old job back. (laughs) Next. Well, Adam. Yes. That brings us to the end of this week's show. All right. What would you like to promote today? I would like to promote myself at www. Actually, you know what? I don't want to promote myself this week. Um, I actually had uh, a very close friend who had uh, his daughter goes to Marjorie Stoneman Douglas and was involved in the shooting uh, and her and, and she was okay. Um, it's, it's actually a very fascinating story, which I'll, I'll tell at some point later, but I really want to um, just kind of, you know, give a shout out to those kids, both to the families and to the ones who are currently fighting in Congress trying to make a real big change in, in our world. This is the first time we've actually had like the public forum since it happened. So I wanted to, I wanted to just at least put our, our, I hate to say, I don't want to say thoughts and prayers, but <laughs> we're thinking about everybody and, you know, Absolutely. And, and actually there's a lot of marching going on and all that kind yeah. of stuff. So we're, and we're actually uh, in, involved in that stuff too. So um, this week I want to promote them, uh, not myself. Absolutely. All right. Good stuff. If you got at least a dollar for the entertainment out of our show today and we'd be willing to support us financially, you can do so by going right now to patreon.com forward slash gravity beard to sign up. We're also members of the Podfix Network. It's a terrific lineup of shows. Go to podfixnetwork.com to, uh, to check them all out or search at Podfix on Twitter. Also, please check out Podfix Presents. It's a podcast from the collective minds of the Podfix Network. Listen to it on Apple Podcasts or any other podcatcher. You can listeners can find this week today on Twitter by searching at this week pod. Our theme song is sophomore makeup by silent partner. Their stuff can be found on the YouTube audio library. All the other music and sound effects can be found on YouTube. You've been listening to this week today on gravity beard. It's what your ears will want to be listening to later. The internet is crazy.